You're listening to the Collective Church Podcast. To learn more about the Collective Church in Portland, Oregon, and Vancouver, Washington, visit us online at thecollectivechurch.com. Yesterday, we were, we were driving back from, actually, two, day, two or three days ago, we were driving to Central Oregon, and um, we were on our way there, and how many, how many have... How many have teenagers or you've had teenagers and you've taken car trips before you've taken road trips before? Farting's a real deal. It's a real thing. We don't talk about it enough. Remember I met this couple, I met this couple and they were like, I've never, I, and they'd been married for years and years. He's like, I've never heard or smelt him fart. I'm like, you, whatever you weirdos. It's just a part of life, right? And when you have teenagers, it's so funny. It's like, it's like the, um, it's our, it's our blind spot, right? It's our, we have a blind spots. Cause it's like when I'm riding a bike, I hate cars. I'm like, ha, ah, cars think they're on the road. When I'm on a, when, when I'm on the road, I'm like, I hate bikes. They're the worst, you know? So we have like blind spots. We're very biased in what we're doing. So my kids, my boys, and you know, one of them, you know, will fart and they'll start laughing. And, and then the other one's like legitimately mad. Like, oh, why would you do that? You know, you know, and they just, they get so worked up and they're so mad. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, the other one's like, uh, and, the, and then the other one's like, why would you do that? You're such an idiot. Like, it's such a small space in here. And it's like, you just did it 10 minutes ago. <laughs> What'd you say? We're not, we're not talking about me right now. We're talking about you guys. I have self-control. It was bad fish, okay? The fish was bad. Okay, so we're driving, and we just start smelling the most pungent gas, like, and, and accusations are flying in the car. It's like, Dad, I'm like, nope, didn't do it, promise, promise. You know, and we're going down the line, Taylor, Ashton, and, and, and everyone's just like, no, it's, it's nobody. It's, it's, it's none of us. And so I'm like, okay, we're in farm country. We're down like by Lebanon and we're like, we're in farm country. It's got to be fertilizer. It's fertilizer. That's what it is. But it just kept prevailing and it kept getting worse and worse. And we're like, we're losing trust in each other. (laughs) Trust is going out the window. We're rolling windows down and, you know, and, you know, Ashton's really, Ashton's really sensitive to, to like stuff like that. And so he's just squirming and he can't, I mean, he's already, he's six, seven. He already doesn't fit in cars anyway. And so uncomfortable. And, uh, we, uh, <coughs> so the week goes on and every time we, we get in the car, this, this smell, and it's horrible. It's horrible. So finally, our, our car was having, it was starting, but it was taking a little while to turn over. It's like, that's interesting. And so, so we start, you know, getting on the Google machine and we're looking, we're Googling, you know, fart smell. And well, sure enough, sure enough, when your battery goes bad and it starts leaking and, and the battery acid gets to the exterior somehow, it starts creating like a sulfur smell that smells like fart. And it, so it was getting into our AC unit and it was filling our car with fart smell. And, it was, you know, it was hot out. We needed our, our AC. 
So we took it down to O'Reilly Auto Parts and uh, some of those songs you'll never get out of your head, right? And uh, Nampa Know How and all that stuff. And so I went and changed the battery and sure enough, instantly smell was gone. New battery, new battery. And I'm going to ask you this morning, is there an area in your life where your battery is low and your attitude stinks. And, you know, you know, I think oftentimes, really simple word this morning, but I think oftentimes, you know, we have, we have gauges in our cars, you know, and where's Andrew? Looks you, where's your husband? You guys in a fight? Okay. <laughs> we just like to be real here, you know, we just, uh, just pray for Lixie and Andrew <laughs> I was talking to Andrew last night. We were at, we were at a wedding and, and he, you know, he's, he's telling me, he's like, well, pay attention to your voltmeter, you know, cause it should be here. And it should. And I was like, honestly, I don't even understand what you just told me. And, uh, but okay, I'll try to pay attention to that. <clears throat> and, but it's funny cause there are, there's definitely gauges that I pay attention to in my car. There's, there's gauges that I pay attention to on my Apple watch. There's like, we're, we're constantly getting feedback during our day. How many steps? I mean, how many steps have you taken today? <laughs> Five. <laughs> taking more than that. How many calories, you know, how many calories I've burnt? I don't, I still don't understand the standing one. Cause I'll, I'll be having like the, like the most sedentary day. Uh, the most sedentary day of editing, video editing at my computer, and I'll get like a congratulations, you reached your stand goal. And I'm like, that makes no sense. Has anyone figured out the stand goal? Okay. It'll congratulate me for standing and I'm sitting. So anyways, we've got so many gauges. We've got all these, you know, go work out with Candy and Casey, and we put our, we put our monitor on, and uh, you know, and our my zone and, and we get up there and we, you know, our burn points and how many we've burned. And like, there's so many different metrics that we're following and there's so many different, different things going on. And, and I just wonder like in our spiritual life, in our spiritual life, and I know a lot's happening and I know it's summertime and I know that we've just had a lot, a lot of us have just, we just had a busy week and we're going into another busy week. A lot of us with summer camp. Summer camp starts tomorrow. By the way, pray, 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 pray. When you think about it, Monday through Thursday, pray for all these kids. We've got 82 young people that are going to be out at camp this week, 6th through 12th graders. Be praying for them. Amen? But we're going into a lot. We're going into, there's a lot happening. There's a lot going on. A lot of us are saying yes to the dreams and to the things that's in our hearts and and to do what God's asked us to do. In fact, many of us have a a new t-shirt that says yes on it that we got at her voice, right? So we're saying, yes, there's a lot going on. And in and, and all the gauge checking and making sure that your gas is full and making sure that your oil is changed and making sure that your, your volts are reading correctly for your battery and all of those things, your engine temperature, all of the things, all of the things I'm going to ask this morning and I'm, I'm going to present this idea this morning that we would check the gauges of our life, that we would check the gauges of our life, that when when things like, like, for, can I just tell you, let me, let me tell you what some of my gauges are. I debated to talk about Heather's gauges or my gauges. We're going to go with mine this morning. 
what some of mine are. And because I, what, I want, what I want in my life is I want to develop a, a system by where, where things start going off in my spirit and I'm aware of those things. Does that make sense? Because here's, here's what's happened. I've seen people go, I've seen people on empty spiritually for way too long thinking that they can make it to the next station. And then we've seen so many shipwrecked lives. And I'm not speaking fear this morning. I'm just telling you experience. I'm telling you experience. Like if, you have, if you're not in fellowship with the brethren, if you're not in fellowship in a local church and with a local community, like if you're going long periods of time before there's fellowship, there should be an alarm that goes off in your spirit. Make sense? There's, there should be something that goes off. So for me, I'll notice it when I become ungrateful and unthankful. If I start complaining, you know, and then, and then it's like, then we get a massive reality check like we did this last week with Nicole. Nicole comes and speaks on what's happening in the world today, like right now. And we get, we get, this, we get this reality check of what's happening and it's like, oh God, oh God, I, I, I don't ever want to be ungrateful again. I'm like, oh, we want to move out of our house. It's only 1,500 square feet. It only has three bedrooms and two and a half baths. Like it's, it's like, God, thank you for the house that you've had for us for the last seven years. Thank you that my kids have had a, a place to sleep. God, I thank you that we have had running water the entire time, except during the ice storm. <laughs> I thank you that, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like that our refrigerator has been full of food. Like that's when alarm, when I start to hear myself, or my family, they can tell you, start talking like that. It's an instant alarm system starts going off in the Rose household. Going, okay, Holy Spirit, why am I being ungrateful right now? Holy Spirit, why? What is happening? And you know what? Sometimes it's just an easy checkup. It's an easy checkup. And you know, a lot of times what it is, I just need to go get my oil changed. You know what that means? That means I need to spend time with Jesus. I need to read the word of God. You're like, Ben, this is like Sunday school 101. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely it is. I need to actually get my face into the word of God, not just to prepare for a message, not just to create content for a course, not just to have a, a, a leadership quip that I, can, that I can put out on social media, but it's because actually, no, no, I actually need my mind transformed. I need my heart into that's put, uh, put back into alignment with the heart and will of God. Amen. It's, it is, it is an absolute sign for me. It is an absolute, like, like alarm bells. And I think we've, since we've created this system in our home, I think what happens is if, if it, the alarm's not going off with me, it's going off with somebody else. Cause listen, and, and they'll tell me, isn't that good? Isn't it good to have family that can tell you? You can tell me most times, can't you, babe? Okay, good. We're just having a counseling session here. Don't worry about it. You know, what's interesting, though, is it didn't really smell too bad in the car until the engine really heated up, until it got really hot. 
and and then and it, I guess it heated up the battery acid, and that's when when the engine got really hot is when the smell really came in and really started impacting everybody negatively. Isn't it amazing when we get into situations that are when we get squeezed, when it gets a little bit hot, when we get stressed, when people are coming over to our house? Come on, if your marriage can withstand people company coming over, you've been forged in the fire. Um, you know, when we when we get into these moments of stress, when when we, when we get into uh, moments of financial stress, when we get into moments of relational stress, I'm I'm going to ask us to be aware, be aware of how we're responding. How are we responding? You know, there there's a propensity in some of us just to to run. There's a propensity for some of us just to take a nap. There's a propensity for some of us just to jump onto social media. I'll tell you, this is one of the greatest tools that, that God has ever given us as a society. One of the greatest tools in the end time harvest is the internet, is the cell phones, is the computer. One, it's one of the greatest tools that the Lord can use in the hands of believers. It's also one of the greatest tools that the enemy uses against believers. It's, it's, it's a portal to heaven. I can watch, I can watch, uh, I can listen to worship music. I can watch messages. I can encourage people. I can do all those things from here. I can also be to um, horrible websites in two, two and a half seconds. You know, it's, all, it's, a, it's a portal to hell. At the same time, it is a portal to heaven. And so one, one of the gauges and, and, and this is like, I'm, I'm talking to me this morning. One of the gauges is, is if I'm doing this too much. If, I'm, if it's getting hot and it's starting to stink a little bit, I, I, it's kind of like this. I wonder what everyone's doing. Oh, cool. They're in Disneyland. Wish I could take my kids to Disneyland. Oh, they're at the lake. They're having the most awesome day ever. Wish I was at the lake having the most awesome day ever. We just check out. Or we can start comparing and we can go down a, a really dark to a really dark place. Uh, I, I believe that and, and experts believe, scientists believe that this is one of the, the massive causes of mental illness in, in our young people today is the constant phone, is the constant checking the phone, is the constant being in somebody else's world, is living vicariously through another person, through stories, through reels, through all those things, seeing what everybody else is doing. I mean, hours upon hours upon hours upon hours are wasted, are wasted. Listen, friends, this should be, this should be an alarm bell in our spirit. If, if I'm running into a tough situation, who's with me here? If I, but if I'm bumping up against, against something that's uncomfortable, th th then do you know what I need in that moment? I actually need the power of the Holy Spirit. I need the power of the Holy Spirit in that moment in that moment, and, the, and that reminder of that comes from time in intimacy. It's, in, it's an intimacy, it's identity, and it's kingdom authority. So out of int intimacy, I come into a place and say, this doesn't feel intimate right now with the Holy Spirit because I'm actually escaping right now. I'm trying to turn, turn myself from the situation, and I'm I'm going to distract myself with this. When, it, when in reality, 
the Lord invites us to, to turn into the situation, which is actually turning into him because he says he's there with us. He says, lo, I am with you always, even until the ends of the ends of the age. He says, basically in our troubles, it's in our turmoil. It's in our pain that he is so near. So actually, if we'll turn and we'll face our pain, we're actually facing Jesus and he's right there and he's drawing us in to say, you can deal with this. You can actually have the tough conversation. You can actually um, have, ha- yeah, have the conversations that you need to have. You can actually look at what needs to be looked at. You can actually deal with, with what needs to be dealt with because I'm there and I'm drawing you and my grace is available. Listen, I believe, I believe this. I believe that God, God, God does not withhold his grace, but I will tell you it, it is released when we say yes. It is released when we express faith. And I'm talking about the operational power, the energy of the Holy Spirit, the wind in your sail, the push in your back. That is only available after we say yes. Only available after we say yes. And God's actually inviting us into really tough situations, probably because it's attached to your calling. And and if there's not something that goes off in your spirit, an alarm bell, uh, if, if we're not checking the gauges, that I'm telling you, you'll look up two, three months, six months, year later, and you're like, I'm in the same position I was in a year ago. We, the Lord's, the Lord's really been dealing with, with Heather and I, or actually with me, I'll just say me. Um, I'll let you talk for yourself, babe. Look at that. That's what, what growth, what, what growth, <laughs> what growth is a husband? Um, there's, there's been, there's been some things in my life where I, I have felt, I have felt the pull of God and I have felt God saying, say yes to this, say yes to this. And I've been saying, yep. God's like, no, 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 no. Say yes to this. I've been saying, sure. <laughs> God's, God's like, no, no, no. I, I, I want your yes. I want your full surrender. You got it, God. And I've been saying everything but yes. Even stepping into what God's called me to do. Even literally taking steps and and some faith risks and actually doing the thing. Actually doing the thing. Wearing the t-shirt, you know, got the t-shirt on. Doing things, doing courses, doing what God's at. Telling the story, telling the hard story. But but there was still something in me that wasn't fully saying yes. And, and, and the gauges were telling me that. The gauges were telling me, you're checking out in some of these areas. You're not fully stepped in. And, and part of me, I, I was like, well, when it's the right time, and then I'll fully. And, you know, then I got Matt Hammond, who's like, dude, you need to go all in. You know, and I've got people in my life, you know, over the years that have just been going, dude, you got to like, and all these people, I'm like, I'm doing it, man. I'm doing it. And then Jenny's got her, Jenny's like literally has her thumb in my back, trying you know, going, come on, let's go. Which is that apostolic gifting that she has. How many backs has Jenny put her thumb in, in this room? Yeah, right. She's pushed us all. It's, it's a gifting. It's a spiritual gift. And, um, you know, what's, in, okay. What's interesting when you're in that space, it, it that space feels really stuck. That space feels like you're trying to run an oatmeal. How many know what I'm talking about? 
that space where God's asked you to, to jump in and surrender and fully say yes, and you're just saying, sure, yep, you got it, roger that, captain, and you're just like saying all, all the things, but yes, you know, see, die, you know, this guy's like, no, I want your yes, like, right at, yep, you got it, and, and so at her voice, God was like, I had like three conversations that were life-changing. One with Lou Engel. One, I had, and then I had a, this, another conversation. Presence of God hit me. I'm, I'm bawling like a baby. And then last Sunday morning after the service, Dusty Hammett gets me over here. And we start talking. And he starts telling me things, guys. It's like such a confirmation about what God's asked us to do. Like such a confirmation. And he's speaking to me in such a way that like I've already said yes. He's like, so here's what we got to do. So we're going to partner up and we're going to make this happen. We're going to do this conference and we're going to do this. And Ann and I are coming in and we're going to, and I'm just like, I'm just, my mind's blown. Because God's like, God's just stamping this thing and saying this, like I'm all over this thing. 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 And so finally I was just like, I, was, I mean, really, in my spirit was like, yes. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yes, we're going to do this. We're going to step. We're going we're gonna to go. We're going to make the phone calls that we've needed to make. We're going to do the things that we needed to do. We're not going to worry about anything else because we know God's going to take care of it. How many are there right now? You're just like, you want to step in and say yes. Good, two of you, fantastic. This is for the 11 o'clock. So, so we say yes, and, and, and everybody leaves the church. We're the last ones here. And we're just, I'm just, we're just sitting over here. And I, somebody comes in the door and said, they said, we just drove away from church. We just drove away from church. And the Lord spoke to us, turn around right now and go back and give Ben and Heather a check across the island. And I was, and, and, and they came in here and they're like, we could not turn our car around fast enough to drive back here. And they handed us a check. I was like, thank you. You know, thank you so much. This is wonderful. God bless you. And um, so we kind of go about our, our business, do our thing, give the hug, say goodbye. Open the check in my car, it's $20,000, $20,000. So come on, no. you, 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 you have to hear this. You, you, you gotta get this, you, you've gotta get this. Now I'm not saying when you, every time you say yes, you're gonna get $20,000. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that God will confirm that he's saying yes. God will confirm his promises. God will confirm what he's called. It was, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not joking and I'm not exaggerating. I'm over here and I'm like, finally, yes, Lord, yes. Walk over here. Someone comes out, comes back in, hands us a check. It was like God was waiting for us to say yes. 
He was waiting for us to say yes and said, you say yes, I'm a, now, now the wind is in your back and we can move this thing forward in Jesus' name. Amen. Isn't that good? So let me ask you this. What are you waiting on? What are you waiting on? What are you saying? Yep, sure, you got it, God. But there's fear. There's, there's, you're, you feel intimidated. Maybe you don't feel worthy. Maybe you don't feel like you're, you're educated enough. Maybe you feel like, well, I, I, I didn't go to, go to seminary. I, I didn't go to, uh, you know, God's called me to, to, to start a prayer hub or God's called me to start a, to start a small group or God's called me to, to the Sozo training because I feel like I'm supposed to be a part of that. But, but I don't feel like I'm qualified because there's so, still some things in my life that, that you know, God hasn't really, I don't have total victory in. Welcome to humanity. By the way, salvation, when we get saved, we're a three-part being, body, soul, and spirit. Our spirit man is saved at conversion. Our spirit man is now perfect with Almighty God. But our, our mind, our will, and our emotions are all in the process of salvation. It's called secondary sanctification, friends. We're all being sanctified, by the way. Amen? We're all in a process. We're all dependent on Jesus. Because why? Because he's changing us from the inside out. So if you, if you feel, if you're like, man, I just need to be qualified I, I need I, I don't I need to feel like I'm qualified before I can say yes. You don't have to be qualified because in your own mind, in your own when you look at yourself in the mirror, you just can know that God's qualified you. And guess how He qualified you? He qualified you through His Son Jesus Christ, and it was the free gift. Can I remind you? Can I remind you this morning that salvation? Let's, let's read it. Since we didn't read Psalms, let's read this one. Because God's just kind of reminded me of that story, and we're going, we're going for it. Let's go to go to Ephesians chapter two. Ephesians two. Someone likes Ephesians two. That's so good. Ephesians two uh, says this, verse four. Are you with me? It says, but God is so rich in mercy, and He loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, He gave us life when He raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. Jump down to verse eight. So God saved you by his grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. Friends, we can't take credit for this. I want you to say that. Say, I can't take credit for salvation. Okay, you can't take credit for salvation. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, so none of us can boast about it. That's so good. So sometimes when it comes to our calling, we're like, I'm not, I'm not ready yet. What does that mean? You know, it's, it's like couples that are saying, when, when, when we get our finances together, then we're going to get married. No, just get married and work on finances together. That's a prophetic word for somebody. Just pull the trigger and get married. If you know, Heather and I are like the litmus test because this, like this age is, it's so young people right now are like, Lord, is this the, is this the person that you have for me? And it's like this big mystery. Like, Lord, would you show me a sign? It's like, are you all attracted to each other? Do you want to make out when no one's around? Seriously. 
We, we've known people that were like made it such a spiritual thing that they got uh, that like on their wedding day, they had their first kiss and they're like, oh, that's really bad. They're really unattracted to this person. Let's not complicate it, friends. Let's like, if you, I don't know why I'm going there, but what was the rest of it? Yeah, if you love God, if you're attracted, what was the other one? To each other. If you're going in the same direction in life. And, and, you, and you want to support them and they want to support you, marry that sucker. Get married. Amen? Let's, don't complicate it. But sometimes we get into like, when it's, when it's our calling and we're like, well, we're just, we're not ready because there's things in our lives that are just. That's for the rest of your life, friends. The Holy Spirit is so, so good. He is so good that he's constantly, he's constantly making aware of things. And, and, and the fruit of the Spirit, the seeds of the fruit of the Spirit are inside of us. And so when we water the seeds of the fruit of the Spirit, that starts to come out. Goodness and peace. And, and then we see, oh man, there's been this area where I have been short with my kids. There's an area where I've been Whatever it is. So we're always in a process. So, so never, ever, ever let not feeling like you're, like you're capable, like not feeling like you're able, never, never let that stop you. Because listen, if you, if you don't step in, you don't need the grace. If you don't step in, you don't need the backing of heaven. We didn't need that check until we said yes. And then this week, we got on the phone with some people. God connected us. I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's amazing. God is amazing. Like that phone call doesn't happen unless we say yes. Things don't start to line up until we say yes. You know, Brooke starts to write a book. Guess, guess when a lot of the, you know, the yes to write a book, which I'm really excited about, by the way, on freedom and deliverance, our own Brooke King, everybody. Come on. <laughs> writing your book on this, you know, there's, there's things inside of him, but it's not until he said yes and actually sat his biscuits down and started writing the book that the inspiration of the Holy Spirit came and started to inspire him. I know how this works. And guess what? There were moments in time, and I can just say this, and I can have a word of knowledge right now without even talking to Brooke. There were times when Brooke thought to himself, and you can speak for yourself, but, but I'm going to speak for you. Um, there were... T- there were times when you thought, wait, why am I writing this book? I'm not capable of writing this book. I'm not. There's areas of, like, we all deal with that. But that, that's, the, that's the beautiful thing about our yes is our yes releases the storehouses of heaven to be at our back to do what God's called us to do. In fact, and that's why I read that salvation verses, because sometimes we have to remember like we received like a wrapped present from God and God gave us this present and it was called salvation. It was called the death of Jesus, the death and resurrection of Jesus. It was called him taking our sins and taking our place on the cross, right? So that salvation, we received it by faith. We did nothing. Can I remind us this morning that we did nothing to earn it? We did nothing to deserve it. We just said yes. We just said, I receive. And all we had to do was believe. We just believed in our heart. 
we confess with our mouth Jesus is Lord, believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead. And at that moment, there was a spiritual transaction. Something happened in the heavenly realms that we cannot see with our naked eye. But in that instant, we became sons and daughters of God. We were grafted in, in that moment, that we became new creations. The old things had passed away and behold, all things have become new. Even when things in your life didn't look like they were new, right? Because why? Because we're in a process. I will say I'm in a process. I feel like camping out here for a second. It's okay that you're in a process. My dad was still smoking cigs when he got first got saved. Smoking cigs, and he, he remembers him telling people about Jesus, and, but he was addicted to nicotine. He was smoking cigarettes. And, he, and you know what? L- listen, smoking cigarettes doesn't send you to hell. Just makes you smell like you've been there. <laughs> that's an old, that's my, that's my dad's old joke. Um, that's cheesy. But, but my, so he's getting in his car and my dad and, and the Holy Spirit speaks to him and says, finish this one and that'll be your last. Finish this one and that'll be your last. And so he's like, okay. So he finishes his cigarette and never smoked again. Why? Because he was in a process, you know, then with his mouth and then, you know, with all the things like we're in a process. If there's addictions in your life right now, you guess what? You can still say yes to God. You can still, it's actually easier to move a ship when it's in motion than it is to move when it's, when it's sitting still. I believe it's easier for us, for God to move us. I believe it's easier for for us to, to be in the, the just, the, man, there's a sweet spot. There's a sweet spot where we're, we're, we're listening to the Holy Spirit. We're listening to the Holy Spirit. We're, we're moving and we're saying yes. And a lot of times that means when we say yes, that means that we're around people. And people are really good because we rub together as people. And that's like, there's a lot of discipleship in that. And when I'm around people is when I see things in me. So even if somebody is like, in an addiction, even if someone has something, a mountain that you're going round and round and round, let me, let me just, let me just tell you this. Do not wait. Say, okay, I'm going to wait till I've kicked this thing in the butt till I really start to step in and be used by God. Uh, say yes to God now. Cause it's in the context of saying yes. It's in the context of movement that God loves to move and he loves to heal and he loves to deliver. And it's in that context when you're in motion and when you're in movement and you're, and you're aware of what God's doing, that Holy Spirit will speak to you or he'll send somebody into your life or he'll send freedom. Amen. Don't get stuck. Don't get stuck in that place of like, wow, this stuff going on in me. So I, so I can't, I can't move forward. That's just not how it works. We're listen, every single person is in process. We're all in process. The only, I don't know why we're, I want to harp here for a while, but I do. The only sinless person is Jesus. Some of you have been disappointed when you've sinned. Cause you're like, Oh, I was trying to be the spotless son of God. You, you can't be. You can't be. Only Jesus is. And you beat yourself up and you allow condemnation and you allow shame. You know how I know that? Because I lived in shame for a lot of years. And it's not a fun place to live. 
We receive his forgiveness. We receive his grace. And we just keep saying yes. We just keep saying yes. We just keep saying yes. And as we say yes, as we say yes, his grace is released. His power is released. His energy is released. And we find ourselves on a journey where not only are we doing what he called us to do, but let me read this verse. It's one of my favorite verses. I got to choose this one to put on my grandpa's headstone in Boise, Idaho at the cemetery. It says, for we are God's masterpiece. He, he has created us anew in Christ Jesus. So we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Isn't that good? So you're like, oh, my life is so lame. Tap into him because he planned good things a long time ago for you. Tap into it. Tap into the yes. Say yes to whatever that thing is, to whatever that thing is. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Let's, let's all stand this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let me ask you this. Is there something that the Holy Spirit has been speaking to you about? Is there something the Holy Spirit has been speaking to you about? And uh, you've been saying, yep, uh-huh, I'll get to that. Have you ever left the house and told your kids to do the dishes? And they're like, yep, nailed it. We got them, Dad. On it. Roger that, Daddy-o. And you come home, and they're in the same spot. And they're like, oh, my gosh, Dad, I totally forgot. That's never happened to me, but I've had friends who have told me about stuff like that. And, um, you know, JD and told me stories. And... That's, that's what happens when we say, yep, uh, we'll get to it. We're just going to start Monday. I'm going to start my diet Monday. Which Monday? <laughs> a lot of Mondays this year. But we do, we do that with God, and, and it's because of, it can be because of all sorts of things. We don't have what it takes. And when I get over this, when I do this, Lord, how are, Lord, I don't see how you're going to do it. Lord, I don't see how you're going to do it. How are you going to do it? I don't see how this works out. You know, that's actually like massive pride, by the way. Massive pride. You're actually playing God. You're telling the creator of the universe, man, I don't, I don't think your plan's going to work out. I think it's a little bit flawed. So Holy Spirit, right now, right now, we just lift our hands to him. It's just a sign of surrender this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, would you just speak to us right now? Would you just show us areas where, where we feel stuck? Could be with a habit. Could be with a relationship. You know the word saying, when, when I say say yes to something, it's really the word surrender. They're interchangeable. Yes and surrender. Lord, any area that we're stuck, any area that we're 
we've surrendered 75%. Holy Spirit, we just we want to surrender everything to you. Everything to you. And God, for those this morning that feel shame in the midst of this decision, God, in the midst of this, they feel shame or they feel unqualified or unworthy. Would you show them right now that they are worthy because they're a son and they're a daughter, that they're qualified because Jesus took their place. And when God looks at us, he sees the sacrifice of his son, Jesus Christ. He sees the blood of Jesus that's been shed. Church, friends, you're qualified. You're qualified. You're capable. How, how am I capable? You're capable through Christ Jesus. In fact, he says that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. This is not, I mean, sure, we use it in sports context, but I don't just think it's for, you know, having little, little Billy hit a home run. You know, I can do all things through Christ and, you know, I, I can hit a bunch of three-pointers this basketball game. I think it's a lot deeper than that. I think it's like, oh man, God, you're calling me to something really big and I don't feel up for it. And then he comes along by the Holy Spirit and says, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Thanks for listening to the Collective Church Podcast. To find out more, visit thecollectivechurch.com.